This program is part of the Cosmic Potato Podcast Network. For more shows like this, visit our website at cosmicpotato.com. In a world without a single unified voice, humanity has been left searching for answers to the unknown. Now, one podcast has the power to change that and to spread its voice across the earth for all mankind to hear. Welcome to Cosmic Potato, the Super Fan Talk Podcast. Oh, before we start, I, Rick, I, I, I just remembered something that I wanted to tell you that's pretty funny. Um, so you posted a picture on Facebook a couple weeks ago where you're standing in your kitchen and you're holding your dog and you're wearing a, a Jedi outfit. Yeah. So my wife saw that picture and she didn't read what you had wrote and she looks at me and she says, why is Rick posting a picture where he looks like he's about to cook his dog? <laughs> I, I said, what are you talking about? I said, she, he's standing in the kitchen holding a dog and he's wearing a chef's outfit. <laughs> funny. I said, baby, that's not a chef's outfit. That's a Jedi. <laughs> Jedi outfit. Yeah. Uh, if, if you want to tell her the whole story, what the, the reason for that outfit is a couple of my former students are getting married at a con later on uh, uh, next month. And it's, it's, they're two young ladies, and uh, they are both estranged from their parents. And they asked me uh, to walk them down the aisle. Uh, they call me their theater dad. And um, it's, they're, they're, they're both going to be cosplaying uh, from anime characters, and so that's what the Jedi outfit's for. Oh, cool. Nice. We interrupt this program to annoy you and make things generally irritating. Hey everybody and welcome to episode 60 of Cosmic Potato, the Super Fan Talk Podcast. My name is Sean Ray and I'm drinking Diet Mountain Dew. (laughs) I don't have anything witty to say. And sitting across the virtual table from me is someone who's not drinking Diet Mountain Dew, Mr. John Irons. How are you, sir? You don't don't know that I'm not drinking Diet Mountain Dew. I'm pretty sure that you don't like... I'm not. I'm drinking lemonade. (laughs) So I guess technically that could count as Diet Mountain Dew. It could if it was carbonated. And joining us once again is our friend Rick. How are you, sir? <laughs> I'm just fine. Thank you. <laughs> Rick's drinking. I'm Thank drinking a, a Sam Adams Golden Hour. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, this episode, we're going to be playing Sci Fighters. And Woo-hoo! John uh, prepared tonight's game. So I'm going to let you take it away, John. All right, man. So uh, this episode will be the Myths and Legends edition. Ooh. Uh, keep in mind that uh, legend has lots of definitions. 
Uh, so Tom Cruise. Uh, <laughs> you know what? I I. I, I didn't put him on, but I did consider using real people. I thought about Michael Jordan, uh, but <laughs> I was like, Tom you know, Cruise was in Legend. No, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Will Smith. Will Smith. I am Legend. Yeah. He is Legend. Uh, all right, so we'll do, we'll do standard. We'll do uh, round robin, and uh, since there's three of us. Um, I will uh, assign a battle to you, and if if the rest of us disagree, we can um, we can argue our point. Okay. We never do that. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, we need to we need to play the um, the Star Trek original series like fight music over this when we, every, every time. I like when we when we play this uh, when we play this game at Magic City Con. So Joe Joe Crow, which Joe couldn't be here tonight, I tried to get him here, but um, he hosts it at Magic City Con, and he makes me the tiebreaker. So <laughs> so if everybody gets caught up and, and and can't decide who wins which battle, I get to decide. So <laughs> that's pretty cool. I have that's fine. I have godlike powers. <laughs> Funny you should say that. <laughs> Because the first battle, and uh, we'll send this to you, Sean. Well, actually, I don't, yeah, I'm hoping that you're familiar with these characters. Uh, Kratos from God of War, the video game God of War. I am not familiar. I don't. Versus Shiz- <sighs> Ricky, you know, do you know Kratos? Yeah, yeah. I, I, right. I got a little ways into God of War. <laughs> All right. Then we're giving this to you, Rick. <laughs> <laughs> you fail, Sean. You fail. I, yeah. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, I don't uh, play a lot of video games. Versus, versus Shazam, a.k.a. Captain Marvel from the DC Ooh. Universe. Hey, see, I don't know a whole lot about Captain Marvel, um, other than what was on the TV show in the 70s. That's pretty um, much all you need. That's about right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, let's see. Uh, let's see. Captain Marvel is the world's mightiest mortal, so he's he's killable. Uh and Kratos kind of isn't, uh, unless you're as bad a player as I was. <laughs> so, um, I, I, I think that Kratos would win just because Captain Marvel is such Boy Scout that even if he beat Kratos, he would probably just you know there there be a good man and you know he he'd do something stupid and Kratos would gut him like a fish. Uh, yeah, I'm inclined to agree with that. Oh, you guys! You just have to trick him into saying Shazam, and he just turns back into a little boy. You know, yeah, because that happens every day. People get there's not a day goes by I don't say that. Yeah, people get confused with, with uh, the one thing about Captain Marvel that people forget. You know, they always say, which I agree. You know, he is a Boy Scout, but they always say that he's got this macho body or whatever. But in his mind, he's a little boy. But that's not true because he's he had. If you if you ever read any of the Captain Marvel comics, he had the wisdom of Solomon. That's one of his powers. So he's, when he becomes Captain Marvel, he also becomes very wise and very smart. You know, so, but, uh, but yeah, he'd probably still lose. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Unless unless he gets the brutality of Ares, then, uh, yeah, I think, I think it's, uh, I think it's probably not going to go to Shazam to Captain Marvel. All right, Sean. I know you know these guys. Okay. Uh, 
Pennywise, the killer clown from It, versus Freddy Krueger. Oh, uh, I mean, I want to say Freddy Krueger because Pennywise really was more um, look scary than he was actual, you know, muscle. But Freddy Krueger always gets beat because they pull him out. They they pull him out of the dream world. Once they pull him out of the dream world, he's powerless. You know, and 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 Pennywise isn't like that. So I'm gonna have to go with Pennywise just because I think that he's, which he can become other things other than just a clown. He became a giant spider at the end of it. Spoiler for a forty year old book. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> but uh but yeah, I think that I think that Freddy Krueger would probably win for a while. He 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 put up a good fight, he'd get in some good jokes. But uh but I think Pennywise would beat him because I think he would figure out that he's that he's dreaming and he just has to wake up and 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 grab Freddy by the sweater and wake up like they always do. <laughs> you know. And and then he'll be able to beat him. So so yeah, I'm gonna give that to Pennywise. All right. Do you do Pennywise. you guys agree? I've never seen e- any of the movies in question, so I have <laughs> absolutely no opinion. <laughs> I, that sounds right. I'm more familiar with Freddy Krueger than I am with Pennywise, um, and I I vaguely remembered because I was thinking the powers are kind of similar, where like you know, kind of hallucination until they trick you into you know making yourself vulnerable and then they eat you or kill you or whatever yeah that's basically what Penny, uh, so pennywise is really a monster he's really a monster that lived like if i'm remembering correctly he was a monster that lived like under the under the town and the clown was kind of like his way of tricking children to come down to him so that he could eat them you know right. so right all right pennywise it is uh, Rick. Yes. Captain Jack Sparrow. Right. Versus Bigfoot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Are we talking the the animal Bigfoot or the bionic alien Bigfoot from the Six Million Dollar Man? Animal. Damn. Wa- okay. Wandering the woods. Um. Use your extensive knowledge of mythical creatures. Okay. <laughs> oh, let's see. Uh, well, <laughs> now, now, okay. For this one, we have to define what what constitutes victory. <laughs> yeah. Um. I mean, standard rules like to 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 knock out or death, right? Okay. Because yeah. Ah. <sighs> What, what, what are you thinking? Well, what I'm thinking is, okay, Captain Sparrow is not the stealthiest creature in the world. Uh, he's got crap all over him that jingles and jangles and, <laughs> and, you know, he stumbles into things and he can't keep his mouth shut for more than 30 seconds. Uh, Bigfoot is not an aggressive creature uh, in most tellings. Uh, and so the problem I have here is that Sparrow may want to kill a Bigfoot, and, you know, he certainly has a gun or two. He's just never going to find the dude because Bigfoot's just going to hear him coming a mile away and just run away. Um, 
Well, I get. Let's say he, I don't know, he stumbles upon, you know, he. Jack Sparrow is running from somebody else, or it's raining really hard, and he goes into a cave, and it just happens to be Bigfoot's cave. So they're okay. they're, they're there. They're both there. Yeah. Bigfoot's copping a squat, and he gets interrupted <laughs> mid front. Sure. And uh, okay, um, he's, he's, he's minding his own business. He's eating a slim jim. <laughs> Jack Sparrow shows up. Uh, I'm going to give this one to Bigfoot because I think, in, in given that situation, uh, Sparrow is going to like stop and go, well, "What? What the hell are you?" And uh, that was terrible, Jack Sparrow impression. I apologize to anyone listening to this right. Now. It's fine. Um, and Bigfoot <laughs> is just going to backhand him into the into the wall of the cave, and then stomp on him a little bit, and then run away. <laughs> well, because Jack Sparrow's main weapon is hawking. He talks his way out of everything, and a Bigfoot ain't gonna listen. Yeah. <laughs> I want that on a bumper sticker. Bigfoot ain't gonna listen. <laughs> Bigfoot ain't gonna listen. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, I mean. Oh, wait, wait. You, go ahead. I mean, Jack Sparrow is. Uh, Smart, but he's not that. I mean, he's, well, I mean, he's not that smart. He kind of everything that happens to Jack Sparrow, he kind of lucks into. You know, he kind of just falls backwards into stuff. But Bigfoot is going to be trying to run away because he wants to stay hidden. You know, so I think that if Jack Sparrow does catch up with him and forces him to fight, I think one hit is probably going to take him out. <laughs> Plus we'll he'll pro- out Sparrow. Pro- yeah. Plus he'll be drunk anyway. Yeah. So <laughs> And no one will believe that he found Bigfoot in the woods. You're just drunk on the run. <laughs> Alright. Sean. Uh Captain America versus Xena Warrior Princess. Pretty sure that fanfic's out there, so <laughs> <laughs> So I'm sitting here. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking they're. <laughs> I want to say they're pretty equally matched, but I think Xena is a little more ruthless than Captain America because Xena. I'm trying to remember enough about Xena to to say that she she wouldn't really have a problem with killing. Captain America, if she had to, Captain America doesn't want to. Yeah. He doesn't want to kill anybody, you know. So I think that she would. She might feel bad about it later. Yeah, yeah. She basically the whole <laughs> the whole show was she was a warlord or war lady. I don't know. Um, like during the Hercules thing, yeah. And then uh, she, you know, she's trying to you know be a better person. So. Yeah, she has all the skills capable of killing, but she tries not to do that. I think that if her hand was forced, now it would be a good fight. But I think if her hand was forced, she would kill Captain America, and then she would go to the underworld and rescue him. (laughs) 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 Because she would feel bad for doing it. Or she would find out that we really needed Captain America, you know, or something. But I'm going to, the fight itself. I think I would give to Xena just because I think that she's willing to go a step further than Cap would. Okay. 
I don't disagree. <laughs> Sounds good to me. It'd make a good episode, Rick. though. Yeah. yeah I'd, I'd, <laughs> I'd pay-per-view that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rick. They still call it pay-per-view? or It's, a... it's on demand. Uh, yeah. On I demand mean. now, yeah. I think pay-per-view is just reserved for, like, boxing fights. Yeah. <laughs> I'm right. <old>. UFC. <laughs> um, the Mario Brothers, Mario and Luigi, versus the Winchester Brothers, Sam and Dean, from Supernatural. Oh, um, actually. Oh, Sam and Dean. Um, actually, Sam those are the Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> it depends on which mushrooms they had that morning. Right. <laughs> uh, I, I think that that uh, you know the, the the Super Mario Brothers uh, might they might start off with an advantage because you know the, the Sam and Dean wouldn't know that they you know hey what's he doing with that mushroom yeah. um, but they they they'd figure it out pretty quickly and uh, and they may not all survive. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, death is a minor setback for these. Guys. Yeah, but you know they how many times have they been? Dead, one or both. You know, yeah. How, how long was was Stan in hell? Stan, Sam, <laughs> Stan. <laughs> oh no, we uh, the wrong one. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I've, I've. Granted, I I don't know about. You know, I only ever played uh, Donkey Kong, and I played a little bit of of Super Mario, and and Doctor Mario. What was was that one with it was basically Tetris, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, Doctor Mario. Yeah, uh, so you know my my video gaming cred is really weak, <laughs> but but I know Sam and Dean pretty much you know they kill demons <laughs> for breakfast. <laughs> I, I I think the Mario Brothers are toast. Are you talking about the Mario Brothers uh, from the game, or are we talking about Bob Hoskins and John Leguizamo? <laughs> I think you know the answer to that question. <laughs> Because I, I was thinking, I was like, basically, in the supernatural TV world, the Mario Brothers would basically be like powerful warlocks. Because all of their powers are, you know, if you if you think of them as casting spells to let them be invulnerable or fly or spit fire. Um, and see, that's why I, w- I wasn't sure about this one because. Um, I think that Sam and Dean would defeat them in the end, but I think they might lose their first fight before the you know the first fight of the episode, and then go back and figure out how to defeat them and then come back and win. Yeah, not not that I'm necessarily arguing, but that's that's why that's what I was thinking when I put those guys together. Yeah, I've always thought of the Mario Brothers as being. I mean, like in the cartoon, not necessarily the game, but the cartoon, you know, they're scared of everything because they're just a couple of plumbers from from Brooklyn. You know, they're not, they're kind of <laughs> thrown into this, you know, and all of a sudden, hey, we're shooting fireballs and <laughs> we're really big all of a sudden, you know, and stuff like that. So they might, but, you know, it depends on if you're saying this is like Mario and Luigi that have been doing this for the last 30 years or... Or like brand new. <laughs> well, that's yeah. a good point. I wasn't. I didn't take personality into account yeah. at all. But I, I, I guess I should. Um, well, you know, if I might point out, and uh, this doesn't change my answer, but uh, a couple of plumbers in Brooklyn aren't going to be scared of much. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. 
you could say oh. they've seen yeah. some shit, but then you'll have to bleep again. So. <laughs> Literally. Because, you know. I've seen plumbers. a lot of All right, so. Yeah. You, you, um, all right, you want to stick with Sam and Dean? Yes. All right, I'm good with that. Mr. Ray. Yes. The Professor from Gilligan's Island <laughs> versus MacGyver. Oh, MacGyver. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. The professor can the professor can make stuff out of uh, out of coconuts. He can make a radio out of coconuts and stuff like that. <laughs> but but uh, Mac- MacGyver can like blow stuff up, <laughs> and he can and he can make lasers and things like that. And you know, the, the professor couldn't even fix the hole in the side of the boat. <laughs> So they were stuck on an island for seven years, even though he could make all this stuff, but he couldn't fix that hole. He so, was just, yeah. just playing the long game with uh, Ginger. That's my theory. That's true. Yeah, could be. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. We can't leave yet. Sorry. All he had to do was murder three men. <laughs> and he'd be, the, he'd be the only guy left on the island. <laughs> I, I, yeah, never mind. <laughs> I don't think Gilligan or the Skipper were particularly interested in girls. Uh, true. <laughs> you know, I never thought about that. How many but, times did Ginger and Marianne throw themselves at Gilligan, and he was like, "Nah, well, I'm yeah. going back to my bunk with the Skipper." <laughs> he was, yeah, he was clueless, but yeah. I'm not necessarily sure if by the end of it, if uh, Ginger and Marianne would have been interested in men either. So <laughs> they probably would have given up and just say, you know, whatever. Uh, <laughs> just, the fanfic just, writes itself. Yeah. Just, just uh, for the record, quick, um, just uh, instant poll. Marianne. Marianne. Yeah, Marianne. It's just uh, like Betty and Veronica, so. you know. That, that does seem to be the nerd preference. Uh, all right, uh, Rick. Ginger's yeah, too high. Is? Ginger's high maintenance. Um. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Um. Ash from the Evil Dead. Uh huh. Versus Beetlejuice. Oh, Ash would just take Beetlejuice's head off, <laughs> real slow. But would that kill him? Maybe not. Which would be even better <laughs> because he would keep the head and then he would like, put it on his shelf and torment it every day. Or or maybe he would like keep it in the bathroom and every now and then just accidentally drop it in the toilet uh, or take it outside, play soccer with it. And he'd be, he'd, he, every day he would come and go, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. I'm not going to say it. Let's go play. <laughs> Are we bleeping this one? Because, it, yeah, that's how it would go. <laughs> Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetle, beep you. Yeah. <laughs> See, Beetlejuice counts on people not knowing what he's about and being scared of him. And on the on the scale of what Ash has seen, Beetlejuice is so far down. Right, but Ash screws up all the time. Yeah, but he like- always. He manages to screw up in a way that he gets away alive. Yeah, the, the, the only thing that I can... <laughs> yeah, everybody around him will get killed, but he, he'll be all right. The only thing that I can say is, all right, so to, to argue about this, but that's what this game is about, is arguing about this kind of stuff. But um, 
Ash doesn't actually kill most of the demons that he's fighting because he's actually killing the body that they're in. You know, you I, yeah. I don't know necessarily that you can kill a demon. But um but Beetlejuice, he's not in a human body. He is a ghost. So wouldn't you think that they would fight? Ash would keep winning and winning and winning and winning until Beetlejuice wears him down? Because Beetlejuice is just going to keep coming back. I would think. Hmm. I don't know. But, That's okay. Cool. So, but, but if we're saying, if we're going, if we're doing our one fight rule, once Ash wins the first fight, that serves our purposes. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Even if eventually he wears, so he would take that chain. He would we take have- that chainsaw arm, cut his head off one time. <laughs> I want to see that fight too. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm not, yeah. I might even want to see that more than Captain America versus Cena. I think. Uh, then you're talking right, about Sean. putting Ash in a Tim Burton movie. That'd be weird. <laughs> <laughs> Open Beetlejuice in a in a um, Sam Raimi movie, movie. yeah. Wouldn't be that weird. He'd probably make he that'd probably be like the evil version of Beetlejuice. He'd be even even more evil. He wouldn't yeah. be comedic at all. He just <laughs> no, he'd still be comedic. not as comedic. Yeah, he wouldn't be like doing pelvic <laughs> thrusts and stuff like that. And <laughs> he'd be a lot gorier. There'd be a lot more blood around. Yeah, yeah. Uh. Yeah, can you imagine if they made uh, Beetlejuice uh, today, how gory and that and gross it would probably be? <laughs> there yeah. is a Beetlejuice remake in, in the works. Yeah, I've heard that. I also heard they were making a Broadway musical out of it, but <laughs> yep. didn't that happen? I don't know. I don't know if it's happened? actually come out or not. They only announced it last year, so they're pro- if it's it, Maybe that's it's, what I'm it hasn't been long enough to know whether it's never going to happen or not. All right, uh, uh, Sean. Yes. Right? Yes, yeah. that is my name. I am Sean. Sean. Hmm. Sean versus Rick. No. <laughs> I would win. Let's, let's I would be Rick. victorious. I would bend, bend down to pick up something and not be able to stand up again. <laughs> <laughs> just, just knock over Sean's dime out and do. He'll be powerless. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't be able to wake up. Uh, Thor of the MCU versus Scorpion of Mortal Kombat. Oh, uh, I mean, I'm not even sure if that would be a good fight. <laughs> I think Thor would would because Scorpion is just like a one note character. You know, he's he's got the he's got the chains they throws out and says get over here. You know, and a couple of moves and everything. He's like a ninja or whatever. But <laughs> but I think Thor would. Uh, would have more power and uh, and take him out, I think, pretty easily. So, yeah, the, the Manriki would bounce off his chest, and then they get over here. All yeah. right, much. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not even sure if I think uh, Thor would just probably throw his hammer at him and he'd be gone, and that's it. Okay. Well, but but see, the, he teleports. That's the thing. That's why he's such a bastard in the game oh scorpion yeah scorpion because you you'll shoot something at him and he'll just he'll, he'll just teleport and end up behind yeah him. yeah but thor's um, thor's fault monsters and stuff yeah. that could do stuff yeah. like that before and all right thor okay and rick 
Elsa from Frozen. Okay. Uh-huh. Versus uh I keep changing this. I think I'm gonna stick with um Magneto. Hmm. Interesting. I gotta give it to Elsa because she doesn't I mean, she's not made of metal. She's not like Wolverine or anything, so uh, there's not much Magneto could do to her directly, whereas she could freeze him in no time. And, you know, he's 150 years old, so cold really bugs old guys. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, you know, or, you know, it's, say he picks up something metal and tries to throw it at her. She just freezes it and then it shatters. Uh I think Elsa's power is greatly underestimated. She is an absolute badass. She really is. Like she, she just creates life, like accidentally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she throws the countryside <laughs> accidentally. Like she, yeah, yeah. No, uh, I think that she may not be able to kill Magneto, but she could sure as hell incapacitate him. Uh, and I don't think there's really much he could do to her at all. Now, question about Elsa's powers, okay? So I know Disney cartoons are not really going to explore superpowers and stuff a whole lot, <laughs> but does she create the cold or does she manipulate the cold? So if you take she creates if you take both. her out of a cold environment, like it, it, would she still have powers? Yes, she yeah. creates okay. the cold because it was summer. <laughs> yeah, it was it was summer in the movie, and she made it winter. Yeah, but it's summer in that part of the world really, really hot. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, well, it was warm. Well, it if not, you ask not, the, the shop not. owner who was selling suntan lotion. Yeah. And, uh, okay, yeah. Because I kind of thought about that there. You know, I think about weird stuff when I'm watching those kinds of movies. Because really with her, I've mentioned this before, with her and the uh, and the girl from Moana, um, they could kind of. I think her name is Moana. Is that uh, yeah? I've, I've seen the movie, but I don't. I mean, I don't remember her name. Yeah, she's Moana. But, Maui is the demigod. Okay, so they could almost start to form their own Disney version of the Avengers if they keep coming out with <laughs> movies where characters have superpowers and stuff. Well, so but Moana got, doesn't have Elsa. superpowers. Yeah, well, she has that uh, that stone that manipulates the water and stuff like that. But she doesn't anymore. Oh, no, no, no. The stone doesn't manipulate the water. The stone... <laughs> Actually... <laughs> <laughs> she is friends with the ocean itself because the ocean wants to return the heart to... Uh, to Fiki? To Fiki, is that her name? Nefiti? Nefiti? Uh, uh, something eaty. <laughs> I wonder what Tafiki. Tafiki? I think that's, that's right. Something like that, yeah. Um, yeah, so the, the stone doesn't, the stone is like the, the one ring. It doesn't do really anything, but it is the item that is sought by everyone. It only has its true power when it's in the right, when it, when it's connected with its original owner. Yeah, so if they, but if they, if they formed a team, if they were to form a team and Elsa was on the team and Moana was on the team and she had, and she still had the ocean to help her and stuff. And then, and then you also had Maui, you know, he could do stuff and, you know, you start, you start to form a, a, uh, a kid's version of Avengers or whatever, which would be a cool movie. 
Everybody else is doing it. Why shouldn't they do it? Bring Buzz uh, Lightyear like, in there, and they can Disney ride around. The Avengers already, so that's yeah, true. <laughs> sure. Um, actually, the the um, I, I I said I keep changing it. I, originally, I think I had her fighting um, Storm from the X Men instead of Magneto. That would that would have been a more even match. You want to do that? <laughs> sure. <laughs> that's that's a that's a harder one to call. Um, so this because. This, <laughs> So I actually asked this to my coworker today. I was like, "Okay, so do you know a lot about comic books?" Like, "Yeah, a little bit." I was like, All right, so Storm from the X Men. Um, obviously, she can control the weather. She can control wind and rain and snow. Can she just blast somebody with heat? Does that count as the weather? Like, I think she could raise the ambient temperature, but I don't know that that would matter. I don't think she'd need to, because Ice is water, and water is conductive. And you know what happens uh, when a cold wielder gets hit by lightning? Yeah, the same thing. That same thing. Maybe <laughs> one that stupid toad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, the worst line in any movie horrible. ever. <laughs> they should have. A team of writers. A team of writers came. Yeah. Um, I, I think Storm would win that one because whereas Magneto would be would be pretty powerless against Elsa, Storm could manipulate anything Elsa threw at her uh, and then just kind of throw it back. Uh, and then she has the lightning and the lightning kind of light, <laughs> lightning beats Snowflake. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Uh Storm's another one I think who is vastly underrated as far as how powerful she really is. And she's like she's she's got like the hand to hand training too. Yeah. Uh all right, Sean. Yes. Link from Legend of Zelda versus Samurai Jack. I've never watched Samurai Jack, so I don't know what all he can do. So help me out on uh, that a little bit. He's basically just a samurai. <laughs> yeah, I mean he, he he's like he's like you know Batman level skill fighter. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So uh, yeah. And he's got a. I think it's a magic sword, but I think it only works on demons. So I don't know that it would. You know. Link's probably got like a dozen magic swords at this point. So. Yeah, I'm I, think, the- I, I think I would probably give it to Link because Link has uh, access to all kinds of weapons and potions and stones, and he's fought bigger monsters than than Samurai Jack. Uh, Samurai Jack's not a monster, but you know he's fought huge monsters in games and stuff, and won usually, unless I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> By the way, but yeah, I'd I'd probably give that to Link. Hey, we're the Millennial Falcon Podcast, a pop culture podcast by three geeky millennials. We're hosted by Anya Crittenton, Hui Chen Bui, and Willoughby Dobbs. The three of us met in college, bonding over Game of Thrones and Disney. 
While we've moved past Game of Thrones, we now bond once a week in a podcast that covers everything from superheroes to musicals to summer reading to Pokemon Go. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Falcon Podcast and listen to us on iTunes and SoundCloud. Come for the hot takes, stay for the snark and puns. And the friendship that lasts forever. Hey everyone, I'm Christopher DeFilippis. My name is Skipper Martin. And you might know us as the hosts of 112263, an event podcast. But Skipper and I are here to announce our new podcast, which will be all about the new Hulu series, Castle Rock. Not only are we going to be covering the TV show, but we're going to be covering the Stephen King books and characters that seem to be somehow tied into the TV show. Not to mention TV movies and other theatrical movies, even the bad ones. But we're going to do it. We're going to do it, right, Chris? Yep, we're going to do it all. So watch this space, subscribe, 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 and we will be dropping our first episode in no time. It's about a certain murderous clown. Can't wait. Can't wait. Follow the Castle Rock TV podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at CRTVPod. Visit our website at CRTVPodcast.com and support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash CRTVPod. The Castle Rock TV podcast is a fractured entertainment to Flipside Media production. Hey everybody, I'm Troy. And I'm AJ. And we're the hosts of the World War G podcast. And we know Sean and John do great things, but if you need just that little bit more nerd in your life, a little bit more geek in your week, then head on over to worldwarg.podbean.com, where we talk about everything from movies and television, comic books and video games. Check us out at worldwarg.podbean.com. Back to you, Sean. Make this Sean. Okay. Uh, Kratos versus Pennywise. Uh. I already voted in the answer. <laughs> Kratos. Yeah, Kratos. I'm, I'm. I'm thinking probably. Kratos. Like, like I said, I, I I haven't played that game, so but I'm. Uh, but from what I know about Pennywise, I think Kratos would probably win that. Yeah. Because like I said. Pennywise- Pennywise is well. Pennywise, the actual clown himself is is not real. Now this is all going on what I remember about that book and about the movie. I may be remembering it completely wrong. Christopher DeFilippis is probably listening to this right now and he's screaming at me. No, you're wrong. But um, but yeah, uh, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm thinking probably uh, Kratos would probably win that. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, because. Uh, Pennywise is basically a monster. Yeah. And, like, Kratos kills monsters, like, that's like his day job. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
right, Rick. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and write an answer for this one, too. Bigfoot versus Xena. Uh, bye bye, Mikey. Because Xena is not going to be taken by surprise by a big shaggy ape thing. Uh, his one his one shot will miss, and then she will be dining on Bigfoot burgers that night with Gabrielle. <laughs> is that what the kids are calling? It? Sorry. All right. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna leave that one right there. <laughs> step slowly away from the pun. Okay. <laughs> Sean. Yes. Uh, Sam and Dean from Supernatural versus MacGyver. This goes back to our confessions episode because I've never watched Supernatural. Um, but I know uh, I know a little about the about yeah. the characters. I know who they are and I know what the show is. But uh, MacGyver, I mean. They fight like monsters and stuff, right? MacGyver is just a guy. Now he 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 could come up with something. He might be able to put a paper clip and some chewing gum together and create a cannon right. or something. But uh, they- if they, I mean, if they're used to fighting demons and monsters and stuff, I don't think just some dude with a mullet is gonna. <laughs> is gonna... <laughs> now, are we talking Richard Dean Anderson MacGyver? Or are we talking the new MacGyver? <laughs> yeah. uh, so, I felt that thought that moment I was saying, but yes, I'm talking Richard Dean Anderson. Yeah, I, so I, I think I saw one episode of the new MacGyver. Um, so I'm not. Uh, he, I'm not counting him. Yeah, I, I, I yeah, I think I would give it to Sam and Dean. Agree, disagree. Right. Oh, I agree. Uh, as much as I loved MacGyver growing up, uh, his whole deal was was uh, just get away, complete the mission, get the get the evidence that the bad guys are doing bad stuff, and then get out. And he was he was always not he he was never aggressive, you know, and he refused to carry a gun and all that stuff. Well, see, yeah. but I, this is what I was thinking. I was thinking MacGyver could. It depends on how much <laughs> depends on how much prep time he had. <laughs> because if he if he's in the house and Sam and Dean are coming to the house, he can go to the kitchen and he can whip up something that will knock them out. Something that creates a noxious gas that knocks them out as soon as they open the door. You know, it'll trigger this explosion and the gas comes down and knocks them out and they and he wins the fight. If he's actually fighting them, yeah, he'll lose. But if if he gets if he can set something up beforehand you know, they stay on the metal plate, they get electrocuted, they tase themselves. He can do stuff. It's just a question of if we're saying that happens or not. Yeah, if they're going to, yeah. as long as they're going to say, okay, we're fighting this guy until we either beat him or kill him or whatever, or they do like the bad guys on the show would do and say, hey, we'll kill him later, lock him in this room over here. Which just happens, <laughs> which just happens to have all this stuff, you know? <laughs> It's the same thing they did on the A team, you know. They would lock them in a shed somewhere and then pan to the right, and there's a welder and some sheet metal and you know all kinds of stuff. A battle van, yeah. <laughs> and it's also assuming, you know, I haven't watched Supernatural in five seasons, um, but are, are Sam and Dean both going to like arm and arm walk into the room in the same place so that MacGyver can blow them both up at once, or 
Is one going to go around to the back door? And yeah, they usually have somebody go around the back. Yeah, uh, uh, I, I think that two versus one, and they're all very clever and and creative and stuff. I, I think the Winchesters win this one. All right. Uh, huh. Ash versus Thor. <laughs> 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 I can't imagine any scenario where this works out for him. Yeah, splat. <laughs> yeah, I, I just no. No. Okay, moving on. <laughs> uh, oh, this is a good one. This is interesting. Storm of the X Men versus Link of Zelda. Who is this going to? Who? Who is this? <laughs> oh, just, sorry. We're all talking about it now. Uh, let's see. Sam and Dean with Sean, so Ash for Storm's Rick, so this is Sean. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I want to say Storm, which is hitting with lightning, but but Link sometimes has the ability to throw lightning at things, uh, depending on what what you know what he's using, what magic he's using. Um, so it's weird to say it's a it, they they might be evenly matched, but. Uh, but Storm also has the the power of flight. Is Link able to fly? Does sometimes. Does he? I think so. Okay, sometimes. but I think that I would have to give it to Storm because I think that all of the all of the abilities that Storm can do, Link can do. But Link can only do them if he has certain artifacts or weapons or potions. Right. Storm can do them just because she can do them. You know, so. I would think I think I would give it to her because she she could probably take him out while he's putting something away and pulling something else out. You know? <laughs> so right, okay. And I've never played any of the Zelda games, so I don't know what Link is capable of. So hey, he's Link's pretty much capable games. of everything at some point, <laughs> just because he goes into different. Uh, shops and he goes in caves and stuff and every time he goes in he finds an an item and each item will either give him, it's either a weapon or it's a potion or it's a stone that gives him some certain power and they all have different powers and stuff. It just depends on what he has on him at the time as to what he can do but it's it's a whole list of things that he's capable of doing. Okay. Okay. Uh, Oh, that's good. All right, now we're getting somewhere. Uh, Kratos <laughs> versus Xena. Ooh, that would be a hell of a fight. Yeah. They're quite of the same power level, I think. Yeah. And he would not, and Xena would have no compunction whatsoever about killing him. She's beaten gods I mean, before. Little, but... I mean, yeah. she's fought Ares and, and won. Yeah, didn't, is it, they basically they established that she's a demigod, right? She's their yeah. daughter. Yeah, she's 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 and so is he. So he's not Ares' daughter, but he's a demigod. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's my wow. favorite shot in the village, Ares' daughter. Nice consignment pieces. <laughs> no way, man. She. She's Air, she's Ares' daughter because I always thought that there was like uh, some flirtation between Ares and and Xena. Yeah, so, yeah, I, I do believe she was a demigod, but I think I think she was somebody else's daughter. I don't know who it was. I don't remember who it was. That show was a long time ago. <laughs> mm. uh, I'm oh wow, that's that's a tough one. 
there there is no obvious reason why either one of them would win. Then paint me a picture, Rick. Tell me. <laughs> uh, and I have about the the same amount of knowledge of both characters because I've only seen four episodes of Xena. <laughs> That's surprising to me. I uh, well, I tried to watch it. The the problem is, and it was the same thing with Hercules. Hercules was a big was 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 a, a you know worse about it than Xena, but I ne- you know I never could get into the modern sensibilities in a medieval setting kind of uh, conceit that the shows had. Yeah, you know where they they speak with modern colloquialisms and stuff, but they're all in you know sword and sorcery days. Yeah, that that just it never worked for me. And Hercules, I couldn't stand. You know, partially because I think Kevin Sorbo is just a terrible actor, and he apparently is also just a terrible human being. But uh, <laughs> um, you know, I tried with Xena because you know Karen on the Starbase is a huge Xena fan, and so when it hit Netflix, I was like, "All right, I'm going to watch this show." And I, I really only got four or five episodes in, um, and it, it, I didn't like rage or anything. It just <laughs> it just didn't interest me enough to go to keep and, watching. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, there's a caveat that you have to, real, especially with shows from that time, you you can't judge a show on the first season. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Well, uh, no, I, I feel like you probably got it right. Yeah, I mean, I mean, <laughs> Zing- <laughs> not, I mean I, and I was a fan of the show, but I don't, I mean, no, they, they pretty much, they pretty, they remain pretty consistent in, in terms of the tone of the show, like, throughout. So if, if you're not a fan of, like, the, the modern speak in the in the uh, medieval times and you, you weren't going to like it later. Yeah, I can't argue with that. I mean, I enjoyed I enjoyed the show and I I I realized why they did things like that, having them speak modern and everything because they knew there was a lot of audience that were going to get tired of hearing people talk like that. There were a lot of shows and probably all put out by the same studio at the time that did the same thing because they had Hercules and Xena, but there was also a Robin Hood show at the time that did the same thing. Yeah, I think they were all the same. Yeah. Uh, from the impact. Yeah. Syndicated. Yeah. So, yeah. And I hated all and we of them. were, I mean, uh, just, that, we were kind of starved for sci-fi and fantasy at the time too, because there wasn't really networks didn't show a lot of that kind of stuff. Most of it, if you wanted to see uh science fiction, you were going to have to go to cable and you were going to have to go to the sci-fi channel or something like that. And, uh, and so that, that was one of the things that we got every week that, you know, you would have a double episode, you'd have an episode of Hercules and Xena back to back every weekend, you know, so, but, so here's what I think happens. Okay. Xena sees this big hulking monster painted dude stomping towards her, holding these two jagged knife dagger things. And she just puts on the I'm just a girl act <laughs> and looks down and, and you know, maybe maybe pretends to you know, try to swing her sword at him, but it makes it very clear that she doesn't know what she's doing. And Kratos totally buys it and totally underestimates her. And when he goes up to take kind of a half-hearted swing at her, she jumps up and guts him from navel to chin. <laughs> yeah. Or he uses, or right. uses Gabriella's bait and does the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can accept that. That works. All right, so Zena's on top of that one. Um, 
Storm versus Thor. Ooh. There's probably a comic of that yeah, somewhere. Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, is this for me? Okay. Yeah. uh i mean and they're both they're both heroes you You said the same thing that happens to everyone else well almost everyone yeah (laughs) Yeah. i want to but i mean because they're both heroes if one of them was a villain it'd be different because you know storm's got all these powers if she was a villain she might be more ruthless with them but she's part of the x-men so uh well, let's let's say they're in the um, let's say they're in the danger room and they're sparring. Yeah, no holes barred. I think this or that that arena that that uh, they're going to be in in uh, in Ragnarok. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they're on Planet Hulk. I think that uh, Thor could hold her off. I mean, if he hit her with his hammer or something like that, he'd probably take her out. But he'd probably hold her off, but. With her throwing tornadoes at him and lightning and stuff like that, I mean, she's not going to kill him, but I think she's eventually going to wear him down. But can't he just tell the lightning not to hit him? <laughs> the tornadoes to or go if away. he just holds the hammer up and the lightning is just absorbed into the hammer or something like that, I don't know. But uh, I, I think that one. I'm, I'm I'm calling a draw on that one myself. And I don't have my I don't have my D twelve in here to roll the <laughs> Well I'm I'm in, I'm inclined to um I'm inclined to give it to Thor because let's just say that they're like where the powers basically cancel each other out. Yeah. And then yeah. and then it's just a matter of you know, how many times a storm have to hit Thor to equal one hit of Thor to Storm. If he if he gets to her at all, that's it. Uh, you know, so if she can't, she effectively can't use her powers because he can undo her powers. Uh, then it's just then it's just a physical match, and it's not even close. Yeah, yeah, I agree. One one shot from Mjolnir, and she's out, and her lightning isn't going to do anything to him. Okay. Well, I acquiesce. all right uh xena versus sam and dean winchester oh xena (laughs) yeah yeah gonna go ahead and fill that in there (laughs) uh xena versus thor i think this is the final match Hmm. i thought we already did that did we already do that no. Okay. Um. I mean, Thor's more. No, they're both scrappers. Yeah, she's more powerful than he is. I mean, no, he's more powerful than she is. But he's yeah. also a blaster. Yeah. I can use MMO MMO terms here. <laughs> well, she does have the range attack with the with the glaive, which it always yeah. pissed me off. That they call it that because that's not what a glaive is. <laughs> Yeah, I was about to say, good for you for remembering... Oh, what is the, She called it the, the Chakram. I'm, oh, no, it's the Chakram. That's right. Uh, it's Kull it's that calls it the Glaive. 
I never, I never, crawl. I never realized she called it anything. Uh-huh. I always called it her boomerang thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It's the, it's the chakram. Um, but is Thor vulnerable to edge weapons? Because it's not magic or anything, is it? No. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's he's he is he is very tough, but he is not invulnerable. Yeah. So, like, if you have, because Loki stabs him, yeah, and he he takes he takes like if he's in a fight, he will bleed. Um, mm. so I yeah, guess it's, he, he is vulnerable to weapons. The, the question I can't answer cause I'm not familiar enough with it. How tough is Xena to, to damage? Can she take a hit from Yolner and shake it off and keep going? She, you know, they were very loose with the rules. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was, you know, it, it was very, again, Sam Raimi, it was, it was very, um, you know, kind of, cartoonish in a way where you know if this is real life yes they they would you know that would break some bones but you know you bounce off a wall and then and again they, they established that part of the reason that she can do that is because she's demi, a demigod mm-hmm. um so she's she she is she is very tough a hit that would knock down a regular person i would say she's probably like wonder woman level i guess well, no, she's not. She's not that strong, but she might be that tough. That sound about right. Yeah, Sean? yeah. I always, I always kind of thought of Xena as being a Wonder Woman stand-in, sort of. You know, so I can see that. I think this would be a draw. I don't think either one of them has a clear advantage here. Yeah, I mean, um, unless you know. I think if if she she could take she might be able to take one hit from uh, from the hammer, but I don't know if she could take two. Well, I mean, but I think she would. I think the lightning would be the game changer. Yeah, she she might like you know it's kind of the opposite of the last battle where physically you know not that she's the strongest Thor. But in a fight, you know, it's not just strength. Like, uh, they might be evenly matched physically, but in terms of, like, magical abilities. Well, hang on. You you said this is MCU Thor, right? Yes. We haven't seen him do anything with lightning. No, yeah, we have. We have? Not yeah. in the Avengers, but I think he did in the in the Thor in the Thor movies. He, he did it in the I Avengers, because he, he supercharged Iron Man's suit. Yeah, that's true. Oh, okay. Then yeah, Thor, he any, any, yeah. Then, then the lightning, the lightning is the is the game changer. Then, then yeah, uh, he he may be reluctant. Well, yeah, he he may be reluctant to use it, but ultimately, when she's close to beating him, he'll he'll pull it out. Oh, that yeah. sounds terrible. <laughs> Pulls it out at the last minute. Uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't think it will have. I don't think he. I don't think it would kill her. I think it would end the fight. I think it would blast her back. But I don't think it would necessarily. Yeah. I don't think it would like fire. I think, well, I think you know, he, she, he would be enjoying the battle, but yeah. then you know, kind of like when uh, both Darth Vader and Kylo Ren are, are toying with their 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 opponent until their opponent actually finally scores a hit, and they're like, "All right, now you're toast." I think that's what Thor would do. I think she'd cut him or something, and he'd realize, "Okay, this isn't fun anymore." And yeah, uh, <laughs> when and she's. She's died more than once on the show, 
and come back. You know, so even if he did kill her, I mean, but that would end the fight. You know, if he did kill her, she would she would eventually come back. They, right. There'd be a there'd be a couple of episodes where Lucy <laughs> she'd, Lawless, she'd catch a ride Lucy, with Sam and Dean. Yeah, there's a yeah there's a there, there'd be a couple of episodes where Lucy Lawless is actually on vacation. You know, but they <laughs> <laughs> they just where they have Gabrielle trying to figure out how to bring her back. But you know, she yeah. would come back. I broke my ankle riding a horse. So uh, <laughs> Gabrielle, you're in charge. So Thor wins. Thor wins. Thor wins. All right. Yay. Thor is the legend wins. champion. We're gonna get cool. the ultimate. The ultimate when uh, Thor Ragnarok comes out. I guess we get the ultimate uh, sci fighters uh, team up where we get to see what happens when Thor versus Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am psyched about that movie more. Yeah. I have not cared for the standalone Thor movies, but this one looks like it's going to be awesome. Yeah, I like, yeah, I like I, the first. The same. I didn't like the second one so much. Yeah, I mean, I I didn't dislike them, but they were just they were just kind of. Mad. I've I've been saying all along that Thor is a great supporting character. I don't think he's interesting enough to carry a whole film, but this may prove me wrong. Yeah. Speaking of trailers, the last thing before we close out the show, did you guys watch the Ready Player One trailer that came out this week? It came yep, out from I, the uh, yes. Comic Con. I watched all of the trailers. Yeah, 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 there was a bunch of them, but that's the one that really stood out to me because uh, uh, we haven't really seen anything other than a few stills from that movie that uh, that we've been waiting on for. Shoot, we've been talking about that movie on this show since episode one, which is back yeah. in 20, 2015. Um, but yeah, as in that, the first episode of the show, not episode one. Episode one of this trailer of this show, yeah. Uh, <laughs> But, you know, and we were talking about them. We were wondering how they were going to do the thing with, uh, because there's so many properties that are represented in that book that you know that they can't have in the movie because you, they're just going to have to pay out too many royalties. So they're going to kind of be uh, confined to what Warner Brothers already owns, you know. So we got to Well, see and Amblin, a- too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was about yeah. to say, Steven Spielberg. And they've, they've, got, they've got enough money to pay for stuff. Because, again, you don't need to see it. Like necessarily, like it, it, it would be enough just to see Optimus Prime, like just walking in the background of a shot. You know, he doesn't necessarily have to interact. Like, yeah. hey, I don't I, think I don't think we're going to see any Star Wars stuff in this movie. And even though there was Star Wars stuff in the book, I don't think we're going to see any Star Wars stuff in this movie. Uh, but we did see in the in the trailer we saw. Uh, some Lord of the Rings characters. I saw Freddy Krueger, the yeah, Iron Giant, the yeah, the DeLorean, the the van from the A Team, the car from Christine, all in a big uh, uh, race. Harley Quinn and Deadshot. I don't know if you caught them when he first enters enters the uh, Oasis in the trailer. That's Harley Quinn and Deadshot that are walking past him right there. Um, but yeah, there's going to be a lot of that kind of stuff. And if there's that many Easter eggs in the trailer. I can imagine I'm probably going to have to see this movie four times. <laughs> it's also going to be pretty epic because I kind of think that that's a good story to split and make two movies out of. But it looks like the, I think yeah. they're I think they're going to try and get get it all in the one into one. I think uh, they should, I movie. think they should, they probably could do two or even three, but I really just want them to do one. I think yeah. I think that they could if they did one movie and even if it, even if it runs long I'm fine with that. Yeah. And this is a spoiler alert if you haven't read the book but uh the uh 
up until I'm not going to spoil it, but up until the quote unquote <laughs> explosion, you know what I'm talking about? The explosion. Yes. All right. That, so that's about the middle of the book. I think that would be a good place to end the first movie and then pick up a second movie after that. But I mean, I listened to the book on tape and it was like 12 hours. <laughs> did you, did you do the, uh, the Will Wheaton? Yeah. Narration? Yeah. That's the, that's the one that I listened when, to. When I, I I did too, and um, at AwesomeCon, um, I went to the the Will Wheaton panel, and someone asked him if he was involved at all in the film, if if he would had like a small part or anything, and he said no. So do not look for Will Wheaton unless he was lying. Yeah, which happens. Yeah, he does. But, um, <laughs> yeah, he, he he seemed really. <laughs> he made a sad face. That would be cool that. because he he also read. Uh, uh, Ernest Klein that wrote Ready Player One, he also wrote a book called Armada, which is also a really yeah. good book if you if you haven't read it. But the book on tape, I call it a book on tape. It's an audio book. <laughs> uh, Will Will Wheaton reads. I almost called him Wesley Crusher. Uh, <laughs> Will Wheaton reads that one as well. <laughs> but if you if you've read that book, then you know that the book is about a teenager, and his father is also a character in that. So. I'm all, I'm almost imagining like teenage Will Wheaton talking to modern day Will Wheaton when <laughs> when I'm listening to that. But uh, but yeah, our well, is a pretty and, good if, book too. And if I were casting, I I imagined Will Wheaton would play um, the guy who set up the game. Yeah, that that's the that's the role I imagined him. That in, would be yeah. In his, that would be good. His, yeah. All right, let's uh, let's pull the curtain on this episode. Um, you can listen to this show on the website at CosmicPotato.com or you can get it from iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, Google Play. Uh, if you go to one of those places, you should go ahead and subscribe so that you'll be notified whenever a new episode drops and leave us a rating or and a review while you're there so that we can help new people find the show. And uh, if you want to get in touch with us, give us some topics, uh, some ideas of things you'd like to hear us talk about, then just go to our website, click on the contact tab, at the top of the page and that'll give you links to our Facebook and Twitter pages as well as our email which is mail at cosmicpotato.com Rick, thank you for being here tonight My pleasure, thank you for having me And where can people hear you? Oh, everywhere I'm just everywhere <laughs> <laughs> uh, Go to simplysyndicated.com uh, look for Starbase 66 or the Southern Chevron or Simply Syndicated Music, music News, Movie News. <laughs> That's a new show. Uh, or uh, the, the, there's a little show called The Cosmic Potato that I show up on. All righty. <laughs> you, you can hear Rick here. Um, oh, and a uh, side note, uh, if, if, if you are a completist and you want to hear all of our past episodes – you know, some of them are great, some of them are okay. You know, <laughs> but they're not—they're not—they're not all on iTunes. I've only got like the last maybe thirty episodes on iTunes. So if you want to go further back than that and listen to the stuff that we've done, just go to our website, and they're all available on there uh, to download. And uh, that's it. Thank you so much for. Uh, did I say, John? Thank you for being here. John, thank you for being here. You did not. <laughs> John, thank you for being here. <laughs> My pleasure. All right. And uh, all right. So thanks for listening to the show. Join us again next time on uh, Cosmic Potato, the Super Fan Talk podcast, when you might hear John say. Say, Sean. Yes. Did I ever tell you about the time I came to understand infinity?
<laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Okay. So it's a cool story. All right. Uh, so I was actually a smart kid, and I, you know, um, and I thought that I knew what infinity was. I thought that infinity was like this hill of beans, right? And the hill was so big that an infinite number of beans was just too many to count. Like you could never come to the end. You could never count it. That's what I thought infinity meant. So one day I'm sitting on the couch. I'm playing Contra on the Nintendo with my big brother, and we put in the code up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, select start to get the 30 extra lives. Oh, um, actually, to it's play Contra. DA select start. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> I'm talking fast. Um, but yeah, you are correct. Um, so we're going through the game, and he's a better player than I am, so I'm on my last life. And um, I see there's like an extra life sitting on the ground, like in front of me, but obviously there's shrapnel, like I, I, gotta, I gotta get to it. So I'm like, cover me. He's like, okay. So he's, he's shooting the bad guy. I leap in the air. I get shot while I'm in the air. And, you know, in Contra, you you start blinking when you die, and then you disappear. So I'm watching the screen. I'm waiting to disappear, but I never did because I landed on the extra life. So I'm blinking, I'm blinking, I'm blinking, I'm blinking, and then I stop blinking, and I get up again. And that is when I came to understand infinity. Infinity is not some huge number that's too big to count infinity is just one infinity is always one like if i have a bag and i take a nickel out as long as i always have another nickel in it even if it's just one nickel i have an infinite amount of nickels and that is how i came to understand infinity just one more it's than always one just it's always just one more. and you're listening to philosophy with john irons <laughs> <laughs> it's not always jokes. I can drop some real shit sometimes. 